This is Stories from Palestine podcast. My name is Crystal and I live with my Palestinian husband and two children in Beit Safafa between Jerusalem and Bethlehem. I studied the tour guide program at the Bethlehem Bible College and I recently graduated. Listen to weekly new episodes about the history, cultural heritage and reality of life in Palestine. Hi everyone! I'm still in Holland for the summer, enjoying my time with family and friends. And I'm currently without my husband, who is running our Singer Cafe and Al Jisser Bar in Beit Sahur. So I have to spend all the day entertaining my two children, Louisa and Hadi, who are not going to school in Holland. And that's why I decided to do a special summer shorts with short episodes that I can easily record by myself without having to do a lot of editing work, because I simply don't have time for that right now. But that's good for me, so I can keep repeating some of the material that we studied, because I will still have to do the exam of the Ministry of Tourism in order to get my tour guide license. If you've listened to the last episode of season two about tourism and tour guides in Palestine, then you know that even though we now have the tour guide diploma, the college diploma, we still need to do an exam in front of a big committee to get our official license. So this week, I'm going to break down for you the background of the colors of the Palestinian flag. And you may have noticed that the Palestinian flag is very similar to flags of other Arab countries that are also using the colors red, black, green and white. First of all, for this episode, I used a lot of information from the PASIA website. And I would like to mention that you can find a lot of interesting information on their website. PASIA stands for the Palestinian Academic Society for the Study of International Affairs. It was founded in 1987 by Dr. Mahdi Abdul Hadi and a group of Palestinian academics and intellectuals in Jerusalem. It is very much focused on research, education, dialogue, and they do discussion and trainings for students to build skills and to build capacity. So it's an independent think tank. It's not affiliated with any government, any political party or any organization. So check out their website at pasia.org. So the Palestinian flag consists of the four colors, red, black, white and green. These are horizontal stripes. Black, white and green are overlaid by a red triangle on the left side. This flag was designed originally as the flag of the Arab revolt in 1916. And according to the Pasha website, it was designed by Sharif Hussein. Sharif Hussein was an Arab leader. He was from the Banu Hashim clan and he was the Sharif or Emir of Mecca. He proclaimed the great Arab revolt against the Ottoman Empire. He was a 37th generation direct descendant of the Prophet Muhammad and belongs to the Hashemite family. In the flag, we see these four colors and they have a historical meaning. The black and white colored flags 
go back to the 7th century and even before, the black flag was already used in pre-Islamic times during battles. It would symbolize revenge. It was the color of the headdress that they would wear the troops when they went to battle. In the 7th century, the century of the rise of Islam and the liberation of Mecca as they perceived it, it was raised, the black flag, together with the white flag. And the white flag had the proclamation of faith written on it in Arabic. There is no God but God and Muhammad is his prophet. Now the Umayyads who ruled for 90 years from the year 661 until 750, they took the white collar as their symbol. And it was used as a reminder of the Prophet's first battle, the battle at Badr. And it was used to distinguish themselves from the Abbasids because they used white, the Umayyads, rather than black, which the Abbasids used. And they used it, the black collar, as a color of mourning. The Abbasid dynasty came after, from 750 AD until the 13th century. They ruled from Baghdad and they took the black collar as a symbol of mourning for the assassination of the relatives of the Prophet and to remember the battle of Karbala, the battle in which Ali, the grandson of Muhammad, was killed. The green collar was used later by the Fatimid dynasty. And the Fatimids, they were founded by Abdullah al-Mahdi in Morocco, and then it went on to rule all of North Africa. And they took green as their color. And according to the Pasha website, they used green to symbolize their allegiance to Ali, not the grandson, the other Ali, the cousin of the Prophet, whose name was also Ali. Because during the Prophet's lifetime, they managed to escape an assassination attempt on the Prophet by wrapping his cousin Ali in a green coverlet in place of the Prophet. But generally, green is an important color in Islam, and one of the Muslim saints is called Al-Khadr, the green spirit. And we talked about Al-Khadr in the episode about the history of Islam. Now, the green color was used from the Fatimid time continuously until the rule of Salah al-Din. And Salah al-Din al-Ayyubi, he briefly used a completely different color, the color yellow, during his confrontations with the Crusaders. And then for the red color, the first Islamic group to use the red color were the Khawarij. And they were the first Republican party in the early days of Islam, and their symbol was the red flag. Also, the Arab tribes that participated in the conquest of North Africa and Andalusia, they carried the red flag. It became the symbol of the Islamic rulers of Andalusia from the 8th century until the 14th century. And in modern times, red symbolizes the Ashras of the Hijaz and the Hashemites, the descendants of the Prophet. So these are the backgrounds of the colors of the flag. They were combined in 1916 during the Arab revolt. But there is another, maybe more romantic version about the origins of the flag's colors. And that version relates the choice of colors to the Arab nationalist literary club 
that was running in Istanbul in 1909. And it is based on the words of an Arab poet of the 13th century called Seyfi al-Din al-Hili. And this is the poem. Ask the high-rising spares of our aspirations. Bring witness the swords. Did we lose hope? We are a band. Honor holds our souls. Of beginning with harm, those who won't harm us. White are our deeds. Black are our battles. Green our fields. And red our swords. So a flag in these four colors was first raised by the Palestinian people in 1917 as the flag of the Arab national movement. In 1947, the Arab Ba'ath Party interpreted the flag as a symbol of the liberation and the unity of the Arab nation. And the Palestinian people adopted the flag of the Arab revolt as the Palestinian flag at the Palestinian conference in Gaza in October 1948. In that year, the flag was recognized by the Arab League as the flag of the Palestinian people. And in 1964, it was endorsed by the PLO, the representative of the Palestinians, the Palestinian Liberation Organization, at the Palestinian Conference in Jerusalem. They endorsed the flag, but modified it a little bit by swapping around the green and the white color and using a shorter red triangle. It's interesting to remember that from 1967, when Israel occupied Gaza, the West Bank, Golan Heights and Sinai, that the use of the Palestinian flag was prohibited by law. And this lasted until the Oslo Accords in 1993. And during the years that the use of the Palestinian flag was forbidden, it was also forbidden to use the four colors of the flag in any other form. So many Palestinians were becoming very creative by hanging out, for example, their laundry in the colors of the flag or making art with the colors of the flag. And of course, the watermelon, batik in Arabic, naturally became a symbol of resistance because the batik naturally has red, white, green and black in it, the colors of the Palestinian flag. And that is the story behind the Palestine flag. I hope you enjoyed listening to this short summer episode. Thank you for listening. If you enjoy the podcast, please tell others about it. That is very helpful to grow the podcast audience. You can connect on Facebook, Instagram, Follow the YouTube channel and sign up for the weekly email reminder with a link to the new podcast episode. Use the link in the show notes. You can also use that link to visit my Ko-fi page, where you can support the podcast with a donation. The podcast is free of advertisements only because of generous donations of listeners. And that's it. I hope you will tune in again next week. <laughs>